Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jack. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. Hey guys, hey. what's new? Do you like my spooky Halloween voice? I do, it's a little early for Thanksgiving though. <sighs> Fine. <clears throat> I'm gonna dress as the turkey this year. That sounds I'm not like a recipe for some, some horrible accidents. Yeah. Because people deliberately run over turkeys. <laughs> I was thinking more about was, like, cooking them and then cutting them into bits and. Eating oh, I them. assumed you meant traffic accidents. Yeah, I didn't. Getting stuffed with like that's, bread. That's it. You know, I mean, wasn't that's going to happen anyway. Temple Grandin was like the only humane way to kill these turkeys is to run over them with a car, and people were like, "Oh, that's what she says. She knows best." <laughs> so, I, you know. What do, you, what do you guys think about this elephant? <laughs> <laughs> well, it certainly is in the room. I didn't, uh, I didn't, I sort of deliberately did not spend a lot of time thinking about how to kind of approach the whole thing on the radio. It's like my least favorite situation because it's, there's just a bunch of politicking involved yeah. in whatever gets said, right? And, yeah. and like, in this case, I'm balancing the f the future of my business versus the feelings of my friends versus the sort of needs and respect of the player base. And the I I'm also incapable of lying, which is what a normal person would do <laughs> in, in this situation, I feel like. And so it just comes down to like, the truth being delivered with a particular slant and that slant, you know, can be good for one of those three things and be bad for right. one of those three things or two of those three things, two and one or, or one and two, or, you know, maybe there's some magic reassuring thing that could be said that would just solve all three of the, the problems at once, though I doubt it. I mean, we all knew that this was, a possibility that was looming on the horizon, right? Like, yeah, we've all had conversations about it. It, it is not, years. It, you know, no one was surprised. I mean, I think that maybe it was a little more. The players were surprised. The players were surprised, certainly. But, but I mean, you know, like Mr. Skullhead had, you know, been applying for other jobs. Like it's, it, it wasn't like I came up and I said, okay, I got to do this in, you know, 10 months. Now I got to do this in nine. Now I got to do this in eight. Now I got to do this in seven. Like it didn't happen like that. And so I think that it was probably a little bit of a shock just because it's always going to be a little bit yeah. of a shock. I mean, you never think that anything bad is going to happen, right? Oh, well, maybe, maybe you do. I mean, I, I guess I always think that something bad mm -hmm. is going to happen, but the game is not going anywhere yeah. and I don't foresee the pace or quality of content development declining either i think it'll be a little different than it would be but i don't i don't think that i don't think that as players you have anything to worry about um of course i never think that i'm always just whistling past every graveyard at the same time uh, sorry to can can you make things a little louder on your end you've you've can we make oh like hmm I will try. Yeah, we do look a little quiet on the... 
Like, man, if it's not one thing with the audio, it's the other. Either either I can't understand what you're saying because you sound crazy, or I can understand what you're saying perfectly fine <clears throat> in the intervals in which I can hear anything at all. How's that riff? Oh, that's much better. Okay, yeah, we just turned up the actual output into the Skype. I think the... Um, I, I always forget that the machine volume controls that and like that gets changed arbitrarily throughout because people are using the computer uh. yeah. so it's like whatever whatever volume whoever the last person is to use the computer left it at is the volume that goes out into yeah. the phone for you and I who knows what Skype does after that right so yeah um you know there's never like a good time for this kind of thing. Um, there's never a good time to have a kid. There's never a good time to die. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think it was sort of a weird balancing act between like him not having any sort of like large outstanding projects and, um, us still having enough money where like, we're in okay shape, but like, like we're, we weren't like surviving month to month or something like that. And like, we had to do something or else yeah. we were going to go under. Like, it's and, not, and it's I mean, like not that dire, but it's like, and it's like, we did this before. We just did it in a way that didn't become evident to the public. Like in say 2009, there was a significant, significant reduction in our outlay of money for various things. But the last remaining luxuries that we had were the number of employees that we had. There was nowhere else to go. You know, that we got we got rid of a bunch of dumb waste, but then it was it stayed gone. I think there's we stopped a, there's a couple losing, of other things. We stopped were, losing money on yeah. con. We right. you know, gradually arrived at at not going to Comic Con anymore. Just that you know, and and the last time the last time we had to sort of take steps to ensure the that say things would be fine for another five years <coughs> we did. And there just wasn't like a high profile public thing that had to happen like this to make it right to make it work. Um, I mean, I think there are a couple of other things that we could do to save some money and we will probably do those as well. Um, and also a couple of things that we have in mind to, to see if we can sort of raise money a little bit better and we will try those as well and we'll see what happens. Like, you know, there's a couple of things we have in mind before the end of the year. I think what I would like to do is to spend $150 of the company's money per day on lottery tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's probably the best move. What happens if a company wins the lottery? Uh, it's, it's a person just like any other company. I guess it is a person yeah. just like any other company. Because, <laughs> um, there, I mean, there are, like, conglomerates that have... Uh, tried buying out like all the lottery tickets um that seems like it's destined to fail because it only pays off if you are the only winner and yeah. that's not necessarily normal. true okay um, i guess it can be more than twice yeah there have been cases where the expectation of gain was enough 
that that it was a worthwhile endeavor. And it's it happens way more often than you would expect. And the problem ends up becoming it's actually extremely difficult to pull off. To, like to buy them all. Yeah. Yeah. Like it seems like you would have to have an in with the lottery people and they don't want you doing that. Exactly. They don't want to they don't want to erode the confidence in the lottery yeah. by allowing that kind of So it's exchange. like how fast can you buy tickets mm-hmm. yeah. through this machine? And they they coordinate have, because of groups that try to do it in the past, they have typically made it even harder like they they will stop the like stop letting a particular reseller like a retailer sell a certain number of tickets after they've so you just have to send a thousand people to a thousand circle k's and then the you have to like it has to be worth employing all of those people yeah which becomes you know that that makes it much much harder and then one of them fucks up that's the number that gets picked and then it was all for nothing yeah i mean it's a super fascinating concept hindsight is 2020 i have oh, man, heard I, that, uh, I i've i've heard it recommended that if you do like win the lottery one of the best things to do is to immediately set up a set up some sort of other legal entity or llc or something to to control that money rather than having it dumped into your personal bank accounts why is that i don't remember exactly but the, i mean i think the it, that makes you a lot reading. less likely to end up worse off than you of were sense. before you won which is a thing that happens to a lot of lottery winners yeah how because they don't know how to pay taxes or something yeah or? and they yeah, just don't know just... they don't you know they they by and large didn't have any money and then now that they suddenly do they don't understand that like well if they're buying and larges i mean those yeah. things are you can't just you can't just hmm million dollars huh i'm going to buy a thousand houses with a thousand dollar a month mortgage payment each right i'm going to buy a million sticks of gum that's way over chart you're like are you the government buying <laughs> sticks of gum for a dollar a piece uh, i'm i'm buying 1 dollar being puppy cat cartoon gum I guess the um so the the that the was a whole pack of gum riff American it was just one stick you don't you don't buy a like stick bubble, of gum at the it was it was like bubble carded it was <laughs> I think mm. that's I think that's the joke so the Americans spent a million dollars trying to develop a rivet that would hold the spaceship together in zero gravity and the Russians just stuck it together with gum <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Do you guys want to answer some questions? Sure. From okay. Radio podcast. You, uh, I was going to say, listeners. do you want to talk about other other? Uh, oh, other KOL stuff. K- KOL businessy stuff. What is there? Just the well, no. I mean, like, I was going to continue on the discussion. Like, so I like, you know. Oh, I don't even. I've I've not heard these ideas. No, you have. We I just, don't. I just don't know what you're talking about yeah. specifically. What are you talking about specifically? Hot stuff. Uh, so we've we've spent some time looking at the numbers, and. I think it does not make any sense for us to continue to sell stuff from our store. The merch store? The merch store. I was, I okay, so I, I did know what you were talking about. I was just surprised that you decided to talk about it. Well, I mean, like, we might as well just, like, because I, I think we need to sort of end that sooner rather than later. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, that, I've wanted to for a long time, and I always suspected that it wasn't making you, any money. Yeah, but. you just hate merchandise I do. though i do and i didn't i had just you know we are not like businessmen right so we don't like do things because they make money or whatever um but i mean it's just straight up losing it is yeah it point. is just and, and it's it's, it's just for dumb. a while it's not like it's that was never going to be and even at its best you know the 
the the merch store would make in a year five percent of one item of the month's worth of revenue. Like it's just it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't even make any sense to rent a shelf to store <laughs> the merch. Like it's just I mean, if we charged a bunch more for it, that'd be one thing. But I also don't think yeah. that that would actually mean that more money came in. Yeah. Like it I will I will look into seeing if there's anybody else out there that wants to run yeah. this kind of thing. I don't know that our volume is sufficient for like any of the typical fulfillment yeah. companies, but you know, we'll still sell stuff at con. Yeah. There will still be con. Yeah. There will be con. Um and then I think we're going to finally get like subscription offerings available. Yeah. That's, that's at least the like plan. next on CD Moyer's list of things to break. So we'll see how that impacts things, if at all. So, mm. yeah, man, I uh, popped into the forums to uh, <sighs> to kind of follow because I, I, you know, it made me feel a little better to see the outpouring of, you know, sympathy and 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 praise and condolences for Josh and uh, and then. Uh, then I started looking at other stuff. And oh, it made no. Made me think that the forums are. Just don't open the thread. Still about 5% complete poisonous shitheads. That's pretty good. I don't know if it's 5%. They post a lot, so the, probably 5% of yeah. posts. Anyway, there were a lot of really, really <laughs> good ideas for how we might improve things in the future, as you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> anyway, yeah. Questions. Questions. You know, I knew we were going to do this. I don't know why I didn't have this thing ready. Nightmare writes, do you love Nightmare? Of course. Of course we do. Naturally. I love Nightmare, but I do not love Nightmares. Which one of you loves Nightmare more? Nightmare got me a nice birthday present. Aw. Despite the fact I that see... I didn't send him a birthday present last year. <laughs> I, I, didn't even know was, I didn't even know it was your birthday. Uh, it isn't yet. It will be next Friday. How I old think? are you going to be, Riff? Like. Uh, this is 2014 and I'm born at the end of the year. So I think 39. Okay, cool. Well, happy You're getting right up to the brink of extinction. I've already forgotten when it was. <laughs> it's the 14th. Uh, Duma Rest says, the skills interface is amazing. Thank you very much. The grouping called functional is what I've always wanted from the skills page. Man, Jamelli was trying to talk us into turning that one off. I think because he felt that it was insufficiently, uh, complete it was insufficiently sufficient that it was insufficient but i think that he just has a higher standard of quality than than most of us do um response is mixed yeah. as i expected that it would be i think that the way that the thing behaves by default makes a tremendous amount more sense as an interface to somebody who's has used it from the beginning and I was Which sure to know nobody not, at this point. So of course still, their opinions are not going to be heard. Sure. So. Um, people have bemoaned the loss of quick skills in the menu. And I'm sorry, but that was, that was just a fucking nightmare to deal with in the code. And it had to go, you know, what is better than quick skills is the non-combat action bar. So, hmm. Why don't you go ahead and switch over to a modern UI and see if it doesn't, in its extremely configurable way, yeah. do I, what you need. I, mean, I, I used quick skills like all the time, but 
And I, I would not have wanted it to go away before we had the non-combat action bar, but the non-combat action bar seems like a decent replacement. It's also from before there were chat commands to cast skills. Can you, you know? can you explain in a way that will make sense to people like me what made quick skills so horrible? Yeah. Um, there are scripts that you can run when you're in a fight and when you are in a choice adventure. And there are scripts that you can't run when you're in a fight or a choice adventure. Character pain has to be able to be run during both of those cases. The choice script has to be able to run when you're in a choice. The top menu has to be able to run all the time. But because of quick skills, skills also had to be able to run all the time. Mm. Because quick skills was just a... An embedded version of the skill script, right? That then needed to be able to run. So it had to have, it had to have separate headers for that. It also made it so the code that represented the code that was the skills page was all versions of the skills page simultaneously threaded together. Some of which had to behave very differently, like, you know, like one version of which the quick skills version had to behave very differently than the other one. Every time buff yourself in combat. To, yeah, you. I mean, but that was a very that was like a bunch of of yeah hassle. To and that and happened. every time a new skill was added that had any kind of weird conditions, those conditions were all over the place in confusing different places because of the way that that shit was split up. Like this was largely like I have wanted to just burn that script down and start over from the beginning for a really long time, but it wasn't until we kind of had a vision of how a new version of it would look. And I mean, this started out as just icons and not the names of skills. And I kind of still want that as an option. Um, although we'll need to, you know, we'll need to think about it because it's, it's a little too, I think again, for somebody starting from the beginning, not having the skill names there would be fine. You'd be able to get a lot more skills on one page if you didn't have the names they all have you all non-combat skills have unique icons at this point and recognize that that's not really enough but you will once it becomes how you think of the skills then it won't be hard to recognize them like that anymore if you do decide (laughs) to do that and also the inline pop-ups i really wish we could do that for inventory but i don't know that we can um just have pictures have the no des- words have the descriptions on mouse overs oh 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 sorry um i thought i thought you just wanted to have just a field of icons yeah many I mean, of which would, are identical i mean that would be great right if we if we were making a new game it would work that way because then you could get a lot more inventory on a lot less space um you know or or whatever i don't know just crazy tabs what if you just had one giant icon that, okay oh, sure yeah make it like you know like the uh Pirate's Cove, you, you have a whole landscape that is your inventory. It's just a picture of the inside of a knapsack with, with all oh, junk man, lying yeah. around, and you click on certain junk. Some of the stuff that you can get is a bigger, tiny unicycle so that you can scroll faster yeah. in your inventory. <laughs> it's pretty good. Anyway, uh, I, I'm sure that there are some people being super, super shitty in the forums about this new thing, but I made it so you can turn off all of the features of this new interface (laughs) and use it the way that the old one did. And whatever little issues are present will be fixed presently. Uh, Messiah. And for those of you who like it, cool. I'm glad. 
Messiah87 says, I'm just logging in for the day and toying around with the new layout, uh, new skills layout. I was fairly confused at first, but I'm loving the functional layout now that I've started changing the options around. I feel like it's missing something, though. Is there any way you could add the ability to pick the order in which categories would show up, similar to how you can rearrange your display case shelves? Man, I went for 10 years without letting people rearrange their display case shelves. And then as soon as I made it so they could, they're like, oh, now we want to be able to do that with everything else. I Yes, I I am. Um, Alternatively, I think a feature where you could tag skills as favorites would, and you know, and then have favorite skills always anchored to the top would also be um, a way to a way to give you a lot of what you would want out of that reordering without having to mess with that reordering. It's probably not impossible. I mean, it's certainly not impossible to do. It's maybe something that Chris could do in four hours of work instead of 40 hours of work, but I don't know. Um, I have an idea for character pain, for making the character pain far more customizable. It is another thing that because it is constantly jumping back and forth between the compact version of itself and the non-compact version of itself, it's another thing where it's like anytime you change something, you have to change it in two places, and that's lame. Um there's not a lot of game logic in the character pane because every time I try to do something with game logic in the character pane, I remember that that doesn't work and then I have to do it somewhere else. Um, so like talking to Clancy used to try to handle it. Like you can't launch choices or fights from, and I, this isn't true what I'm about to say <laughs> because I know that I can, you know, we can launch choices with a chat command. So you, yeah, have to be able to do it <laughs> from outside the main pane, but yeah, fuck if I can figure out how to do it from the from the character pane whenever that becomes important to do so. Um, Shiny Platypus says, Jake Riven, not stuff. As of today, I've caught up with the archives as far as June 26, 2014, so I probably won't hear this broadcast for a few days yet. I just had my 10th KOL anniversary, and since I only just discovered the glory of KOLCon and the radio show two years ago, I've never written into the show despite a long career as an adventurer. So I just wanted to express my heartfelt thanks for making such a great and compelling game. It's been the majority of my video gaming experience for the last 10 years, so I plan on continuing to send Ace and my hard-earned dollar signs. I was sad to hear the announcement about Skullhead leaving the crew, but I have every faith in the ability of the rest of the crew to step up to the plate and continue making awesome and hilarious content for this game. So much has changed in 10 years of playing that at this point it seems whatever changes and whatever is added, the show must and will go on. Keep being awesome, all of you. Less than three, SP. P.S. Maudlin job javelins. Maudlin job javelins. Maudlin job javelins. I don't get that. I don't, yeah. Is that an anagram of something? Is it just a tongue twister? Are you just trying to see if I can say it three times? Is it a reference to an episode of the show that is years past that we don't remember? Mm, I don't know. Huh. I don't know that I've ever voluntarily used the word maudlin, so it would have had to yeah. have been somebody else saying it. Uh, it's just not a word that I think of. I feel like I've heard you say it many times. At first, I, I thought hmm. you were saying Moblin, like the yeah, Moblin. Zelda enemies. Moblin Java Javelin. <laughs> well, happy, jo- ha- happy Jamba Juice anniversary. Oh, Moblins are the ones that throw javelins. Yes, that's true. Yeah, except for later the ones that have... No, Gorias are the ones with boomerangs. Yeah. Oh, are they? Oh, that's right. Yeah. They're the fatter ones. Okay. They're two different things. Yeah. yeah. The uh, they, they like the Moblins are outside and Gorias are in dungeons. Yeah. Um, Adida says, just because I'm here on a mobile device and I saw the announcement, there's no skill page on mobile, or at least I can't find it. Thanks for everything you do. The icon disappeared. Oh. 
It's it'll come back. It it's, will. Yeah. Fuck. See, that's another thing. Now it's another fucking interface we have to make. support. Man, remember how many people just wouldn't shut up about how we should have a mobile interface, and remember how almost no one uses the mobile interface that we spent a shitload of time. A bunch more people use it now on. than did. I would than, not say a bunch. I would say somewhere somewhere between twenty five percent more people and. 75% more people right now play the game on a phone. Right. I bet I bet that'll go up over the Christmas holidays a lot. I don't know. As people get new phones. Well, as people And they look as, they're looking for cool old websites to play on their phones. <laughs> I I was thinking as people are out of town visiting relatives, but sure, that too. As people, as people eat more and therefore necessarily need more things to do on the toilet. <laughs> yes, as people are no longer able to fit behind their desks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, King Skybomber 14, or King Skybomber? What will be replacing the Naughty Sorcerers? The familiars now that they fell out of the tower. Probably nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, that was terrible. And it just made me want to get rid of everything else in there, too. <laughs> I I I already have for the for the next path, the next challenge path. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Towers That's a just completely empty. Different thing entirely though. Yeah, it is well, it sure. is for a, a more specific reason. And and I'm I'm replacing the turns that you would have spent there with an extra quest at the end, but Oh, just a giant button that says waste fifty <laughs> waste turns. Waste fifty yes. turns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a clock. You do, there's there's some paint that you have to keep clicking through 15 turns until it dries, and then some grass that yes. you have to watch it grow a turn at a time. Until... Yes, which uh, which means unfortunately you're gonna have to draw 50 different height blades of grass. Oh, uh, that's I think, fine. I think I can. I was gonna say I think that I would have to draw. Yeah, <laughs> I would draw two heights, and hot stuff would uh, interpolate. Yeah, he's my he's my favorite tween. Your tween, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the nuge says so. The new skills page is a bit of a shock. What precipitated that change? Uh well, you know that what I said earlier. I wanted it to be better, and I hated the old script. Also, was the fist turkey deliberately drawn to look like dick butt? It's an ultra-cool familiar, but it totally looks like dick butt. No, I did, however, not redraw it when I very much was conscious of the fact that it looked like dick butt. <laughs> what uh, is dick butt? Oh, gosh. <laughs> what isn't dick butt? Okay. <laughs> yeah, um... I just, this is a thing that I'm just not aware of. It is a gag that is used in... Oh, wait. No, maybe a, it's a know. gag that is used in a lot of gifs okay. um, where you will say like you will display the entire last scene of the movie seven and then uh, Brad Pitt will open the box and inside will be a picture of dick butt, which is just like a dick uh, uh -huh. with a butt. Yeah, with another and it dick says, coming out of the, the butt. Yeah, there's another dick coming out of its butt, and then it says "dick butt." <laughs> the the one I? the one I saw that is still my favorite was a animated GIF of uh, of Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory unwrapping the the chocolate bar and holding up the golden ticket, and then you see the first person view of it, and it's just a picture of dick butt. Yep, yeah. it is that sort of thing. Anyway, it looks a lot like the fist turkey. <laughs> Although Dickbutt's happy. True. Okay. And the fist turkey is just angry. 
Uh, Yojimbo's Law says, The Fist Turkey is super cool in general. OP for new slash low skill players and doesn't break high end play. Great job and thanks again. That's our job. Mm-hmm. Ah, man. Lightwolf is uh, sent a, a long thing about how he doesn't like the new skills menu. Huh. Sort of. Um, anyway, says, I found this, I found quick skills preferable because it meant I could cast skills on myself without having to redirect the main pane from whatever I was currently doing. Um, what do you think about how the presentation of the interface or pain redirects can affect how people associate the physical locations or interactions with the game and the game systems? I mean, that's true, right? Like that it does let you do things without feeling like you've left the place where you are, but there are still two ways to do that. One is via the non-combat action bar and one is via chat commands. And neither of those reload the main pain? No, they don't. Okay. They all, they all Ajax in stuff at the top okay. of the pain. Same with like using items from chat. Like almost everything got ajax isolated out okay when chat commands became a thing for it and like ajax is great sure i was using it before it even had a name then once they named it i couldn't understand it anymore that was the old chat no even the, the new chat i mean the chat that i wrote the first real time chat was technically ajax it was just dh they didn't call it ajax it was like uh, i'll just instantiate an xml http object in this javascript code and then redirect its output uh, return into this div in real time. Cool. And they replaced the redirect in real time with A for asynchronous and the JavaScript with J for JavaScript and the, all of the ands with A for and and the XML HTTP request object with X for XML. Cool. HTTP request object. It's <laughs> um, a good story. Yeah. The I mean, birth of an my, anagram wasn't my story. Uh, Crazy Mad Scientist one two three says, "Okay, totally liking the skill page redo. Maybe feels a bit blocky, but totally the right direction." On the other hand, anyway, we could uh, view somebody's profile and see their perm skills. We could, oh, when we view somebody's profile and see their perm skills, we could view them as icons. <clears throat> it's a pre-collapse section anyway, but if that's an option or could be an option, it'd be cool. You mean icons and text, or just icons? I kind of want icons there. Oh, I also need to hook up uh, mouse overs to the skills when you are buying skills in the guild. Right. Um, that shouldn't be too big of a deal. I went to write a sort of a compact inline version of skill descriptions and realized that I had already done that uh, for Jarlsberg. For so, every skill you did it for? Jarlsberg? No, just a different version of desk skill oh. that endeavored to be more compact than those pop-up windows. Man, remember pop-up windows and how we still use them? <laughs> I do. Uh, let's see. Stealth Hunter says, I think the new skills menu is too big. I can't see them in one place and need to scroll down. That's bad. Well, okay. I mean, so is a scroll box. So is a select box with 500 items in it. So it's just bad in a way that you're not used to, as opposed to bad <laughs> in a way that you're used to. Uh, there should be a slim version, as compact as iconic top menu, and a slimest version, like the compact effects display and character painter, maybe also with skill names beside it. Yeah. There is. Do it. Use it. Click that gear. Hoist that sail. Garcon, summon up a new cocktail. Mixie says, hey guys. Hello. I have an idea regarding donations. Why not have a monthly thermometer showing how close KOL is to meeting your donation goals? It seems like when places like Reddit, for example, do this, seeing that meter spurs more people to donate. Pros makes it easier to meet monthly donation targets, increase feelings of connection slash transparency with player base. Cons might actually reduce donations in a given month if you hit your goal quickly. Thoughts? Well... We don't have goals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't... It, expenses are not consistent month to month. Yeah. 
revenue is nowhere near consistent month to month. I mean, yep. we will make three times as much money in some months as we do in other months. And so any number that we presented, we would just make up. Also, people don't have any sense of how much it actually costs to do anything. And I think that even now, even after, you know, two rounds of cost reductions, people would still be extremely surprised at how much it costs to operate and would be put off by that number and would be shitty about it on the internet, given the way that people react to Kickstarter targets mm. or about my, things. The the thing I just recently saw pop up on Twitter was people, uh, people bitching about the people bitching about Monument, <laughs> Monument Valley. Valley. Yeah. Charging two bucks for a level pack. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, the mobile space is just fucked yeah. in terms of people's expectations. Like, you, it, like... We did this people, to ourselves, people. People are bitching at it. Well, we didn't do it to it. Like, people are bitching out of one side of their mouth about gross microtransaction-driven free-to-play stuff, and then out of the other side of their mouth, they're saying, I don't want to pay a dollar for a video game. Yeah. Granted, I don't think it's the same people in both cases. I think in a lot of I think in a lot of cases it is Mm. actually, Uh, and I think in a lot of cases those people are talking a bunch of shit that has no impact on anything except the mood of people that are reading it. Um, But yeah, you know, it's hard to charge what something is worth, especially in a thing where it's still like making video games is still kind of glamorous for young people. And so you will get like guys making things in their spare time, giving it away for free. Yeah. And when they are 19 and their spare time has no value to them. And so youth is wasted, man. It is. (laughs) But I mean, that's the thing. Like you either get, you either get like completely fucked over and taken advantage of by a big studio who just, you know, works you like crazy because you're just excited to be a part of it. Or, you know, you can't end up a with job. a situation where it's like, yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible to make a living making art. If so many people are willing to make totally adequate art for free. Yeah. You know, I mean, which, uh, you know, maybe that's just where things go, but you know, who knows, you know, I don't want to turn into the guy from camper van Beethoven here. Um, there's not really any record companies to be mad at there. I mean, I guess there's iTunes. Hmm. But it's the same problem where people don't want to pay for anything. Right. I mean, I switched to a streaming service and have not, have barely bought any music. Really? Since then. Since I started using RDO, instead of, like, I've bought, I bought the new Weird Al album, and I bought the new AFX Twin album. I... And that's, I think, it in the last, like, year. And I had been, for whatever reason, like, in the, the three or four years prior to that, actually buying you know, a lot of albums, an album or two yeah. a month. Yeah. Like uh, on the, on the rare occasion when I don't feel like listening to anything that's already in my library and I, I use iTunes radio instead, I actually end up buying a lot of stuff because it'll, it'll play a song I hadn't heard and I'll go, that's fucking awesome. I want that in my playlist. And I click the button. It pops up right there that says, have this song for a buck. Does iTunes Radio let you choose what you're listening to, or is it like Pandora? It's like Pandora. Okay. It, it, I mean, it gradually the, becomes better at playing stuff you want to sure. listen to. Yeah. But I mean, the paid ones actually just let you choose songs and listen to them. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk about how little they actually pay artists yeah. lately. Yep. 
you know, but I don't know what the alternative is. Even me, uh, you know, I can afford to buy albums and I feel a moral imperative to do so, but I don't because of, because of this, you know, I just have access to this stuff. So much of the time that I used to spend listening to music, I listen to podcasts. That's also true, which are also free. Yeah. Like, I donate to a handful of them, but the rest of them are just free. Yeah. I do listen because to I guess they podcasts, get yeah. Although, ads. Yeah. I, I do pay for one of them. I pay for, uh, I subs, I, there's a paid subscription for the HP Lovecraft literary podcast mm. that I subscribe to. But That's nice. Is that, does that money go towards a fund to resurrect him <laughs> to write more, yes, to write more the, stories? They're trying to, uh, they're trying to acquire his essential salts <laughs> so that they okay. can, <laughs> Silly Squish says, is there going to be a new combat area in the small space between the mountains and the campground? That way you'll have a symmetrical 3x3x3 three by three by three map of combat areas plus one campsite. You could always add an 11th area, but that would be ridiculous. Sorry I brought that up. It's not even funny. Well, I mean, there's, yeah, the, the, we could do that. I don't know what it would be, though. What would go there? Hills. Foothills, yeah. Yeah. We need a swamp. We need, like, why don't we have a swamp? We do have a swamp. Yeah, but it's kind of hidden. It's out of the way. Yeah. yeah. You can't always get there. You can't always get what you swamp. <laughs> I think that Rolling Stones swamp, said swamp, that. swamp. I think that's what he said. I don't know. I I wasn't really tuned to the radio station quite. Oh man, says Digit Rev. You guys, I'm so pumped for the new path and the new Crimbo content. Given that you folks knocked it out of the park with last year's Crimbo, I'm confident that this year's will be just as awesome. Well, good. I hope so. Working on it. I'll tell you if you liked. The Advent Calendar Candy Crimbo, then maybe you'll like this one. Hmm. That was that one was similarly mechanically driven by me. Um, was that the one that had like Lollipop Land and stuff? Yeah, the zone the the, the Advent Calendar was zones that you'd right. play in. Um, although I guess last year, last year Scully proposed the theme and all the we did you and I did all the mechanical design right which is why it was hard and everyone hated it <laughs> but digit rev liked it now for the question what's your favorite mechanic in the game that's been introduced over the past year or so i mm, i can't tell you yet i like there are two things that i like one was uh an idea that jick had for um effects that you get from gear that you wear over rollover oh right I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so far, like, we've used it on one item. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a good possibility space for the future. Um, and then uh, I like my sort of proposed sort of free runaway replacement, where you just kill the monster instantly. Yeah, that is good. So far, we've only used it in in the path. Yeah. Um, but I think that that after the first of the year will become a more common thing and free runaways on familiars specifically say will will kind of phase, phase out. out i mean basically free runaways that are arbitrarily free runaways that are accessible at no resource cost in run so like ones that fall out of gardens or whatever. I mean, and I, I understand that they don't always like not have a resource cost, right? Cause they have trade-offs that you have to make, but I think probably familiars that provide free runaways are a thing that will not ever come back. Free runaways are just goofy. 
Yeah. You know, the for them to have become as important as they are, I think was a mistake. Um, anyway, Sarcasm H says, ignore my last question, whether you've seen it or not. No, I did see it about Feast of Boros because I forgot when Thanksgiving was. So now I'm obligated to come up with a different comment. Uh, how about a PvP mini using pool skill and resetting pool skill each PvP season? You'd have pool table seasons that match the PvP seasons. Mm, I don't know. I, I will change the way that pool skill works when I figure out a way to do it such that it makes a bunch of people really angry. <laughs> <laughs> or such that it allows pantsless to make a bunch of people really angry. Angry. Yeah. <laughs> Well, should, your skill should be dependent on how many turns or how many days you have spent in your clan's swimming pool. Okay. Mm, so, so it's like, like a pruny fingers yeah, contest. Yeah. Um, Sarcasm Age continues with the two release elemental plane areas, which I love good content there. Any plans on making the pirate ocean going adventures interact with those in any way or otherwise adding content to that? No, they're far enough away that you can't get there by boat. <laughs> Um, and they, they actually, it was really hard They because they couldn't use a boat to haul the runway there to lay it down to land on. Uh-huh. Um, so they had to, they had to like take twice as much fuel as normal, fly, drop stuff, some, drop fly there, drop guys off with parachutes and asphalt. rebar and asphalt. Tarmac. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of tarmac. No, it's Mac tar. I think it's Mac tar when it's still liquid. I see. Uh, and then it's lava. Tar- Tarmac <laughs> McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. Tarmac McAdam. Isn't... What does McAdam mean? Oh, um... I don't know. Oh, Mac- Macadam? Yeah, I always thought it was pronounced Macadam. I, I don't know. Oh. Hmm. One of those... I don't even know anymore. It's, it's one of those words that I've only ever seen in print, so now I just... Is Macadam been, like tarmac, except you use it to make dams? Macadam? Macadam? Tarmac Macadam. Adam. Rachel Macadam? Wait, is tarmac short for tarmac Adam? Uh, Quintus says, I really love how the newish pasta thralls gain abilities as they level. Is there any chance of new familiars that gain abilities with increases in unbuffed weight? Thanks, Quintus. We haven't ever... We don't explore that much... And I think in part because familiars are largely defined by their ascension utility in those ways. And that becomes like a thing that has to be naturally 20 pounds in order for it to do a thing is effectively a thing that does not do that thing because you never. It has become much easier to level familiars even in run. Yeah, I guess it's no lo- like you no longer have to spend 400 turns with one to get it to 20 pounds, but yeah. It's still not fast. Right? It's not fast enough that it could do anything important, but as I mean, you're right that as a flavor thing, it is pretty satisfying. It depends on what you mean by fast, I guess. Like there are and if it if you if there are some valuable things that are at 12 pounds or something like that. That's pretty quick compared to the last sure, yeah. four or five pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, it, it's not, I don't think it's a dead end space, but it, it would need to be carefully considered. Some Something that we did that we hadn't really ever done was really look at the way that <clears throat> people are using familiars right. to try to figure out how to make familiars that would better serve 
people, you know, that, that people would want to play with. We had done and, so few familiars. Yeah, we had done zero familiars this year. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, I so, think people are a little tired of them. Well, they were. I don't know. I haven't been paying attention to how this one is selling. I suspect, okay. Yeah, like, it's okay. Like everything else. Um <coughs> Hey guys, says Bernatio, I'm doing a short speech on Kingdom for a college project and was wondering if you would mind sharing your feelings on the development of KOL over time. I was planning on doing the speech on any particular game, but this is the only one I know of with devs friendly enough to actually communicate with players on a regular basis. Sorry if this is a dumb request, and I hope you guys have a great day. I don't. Can, can you repeat the request? It, well, yeah. It was, va- it was pretty it's, vague. It's pretty vague, yeah. Uh, sharing your feelings on the development of KOL over time. I, I think I need a more specific question than that. I'm happy if you want to send a K mail, I'm happy to distribute it and gather answers from people and, and try and get it back to you within a Based couple of Based on the overtime thing, do you do you feel like So I'll I'll I will conduct a mini interview. Sure, do it. Um and I don't know if this is what what they're asking for a in interview we call those. <laughs> um So you were working a full time job and making little games on the side for a while. Um, how, like how long would you say that was? I mean, I was, I was making little games since I was a kid, but you were actually publishing them on the internet for a while. I guess that's, those are the games that I'm thinking of, like crack rocks and, um, all the other stuff that was on like asymmetric.net. Yeah. I mean, a few years, I guess since the, like the late nineties is, I mean, it was probably like 98 is when I put like the jungle Raul Chronicles out there or whatever, but I mean, it wasn't. So that was like four or five years where you were sort of noodling, noodling around, right? Yeah. And that was a hobby? Yeah. So at what point... Wow, that's fucking crazy that there were like... That it was only like five years. Maybe it was more than... Maybe it was earlier than that that I put out Jungle Raul. Like, thinking about the, the span of time between Jungle Raul and KOL is so small compared to the time between KOL and now. That's it, horrifying. Mean, it's It has to have been less, like, because yeah. KOL is like half the age of the popular internet at this point. Sure. So, um, so the distance between anything and KOL cannot be greater than the distance between KOL and now. Yeah. If that thing was on the web. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, at what point did it cease to be a hobby and become a job or has that point ever <laughs> happened? <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I waited longer than I needed to, to quit my job to begin with. Okay. So you weren't viewing it as a job, even though it was bringing in more money than your regular job. I, it took a little while, but I started to, I mean, I, it like, it became a source of a lot of pressure on me to quit because I felt like I owed it to the players. Oh, that's interesting. I owed the players my time more than I owed the company the, yeah, you were working the, for. That's interesting. And I remember kind of getting into this argument with these guys where like I I was keeping that job until I bought a house. Right. And I was like, I think I want to buy this house. And they're like, no, that house is weird and shitty. And I was like, yeah, but I got to do something. And like, just wait another few months. And I'm like, I really don't want to. I really need to quit this fucking job because. You have interacted with realtors several times. And. In every case, I buy the first house they show me. Yes. That is, I think. A terrible. Heard of. <laughs> I think that is an un- undeniably awful way of going about things. Okay. I mean, my, my, the house that I live in now, my ex-wife looked at some houses 
Okay. And found this one and decided he would really like this house. And she was totally right. And it's the the one I'm living in now is good. Sure. The other ones are a little, I mean, I guess, I don't know. The office. What do you think, Riff? Shitty? Uh, The office just needed a roof. Yeah. (laughs) I've seen, I've seen worse. It's okay. It was cheap. It's got walls. You know, nothing, nothing has broken. The shower works fine. I mean, uh, you say nothing has broken and I, there was a distinct period oh, when yeah, the sewer was coming up true. through the bathroom floor. Okay. Yeah. And then there's the issue with the wiring being suspect. Shh. But, uh, <laughs> the wiring being extra safe. Yes. You're right. That's, that that's costs what I extra. Meant. I meant I was being, I, I'm suspicious about how could the wiring possibly be this good. And Scully picked out the, the condo that I, that the, as the company we bought for him to live in, for a year, right? It was more than a year. There was, was it for quite a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, like I don't I, remember the timeline on that. Yeah, I don't remember where he lived when when he and Jess moved from Flagstaff to Phoenix. I don't remember where they lived before the condo. They might have just crashed. At somebody else's place hmm. while, because I had, you know, I had said like, well, let's just buy a place and let's buy an investment property for you to live in. Um, and he lived there. He lived there for several years. Like, okay. I think I, the whole time. I was, I was, I think he remote was there at that point. the whole time that, that he was in Phoenix. He didn't leave that condo okay. until he moved to Minnesota. Um, anyway. That I am sure is not of any use to Vernacio. <laughs> so if you do want to send real questions, we can we can answer them. Uh, Arundel Van Ester says, Dear friends, I've been a player across several accounts since the dawn of the game. I've been listening to the podcast since they began. While I've attended Con a few times, I doubt any of you lovely gents would recognize you. I would fucking recognize you. We played craps together, and you also wrote a Christmas card once that was probably the kindest thing that anyone has ever said to me. And it is still thumbtacked to my fucking wall. So don't even know. Oh, you don't remember me. I remember you sent me some fucking maple syrup and I was unable to consume it before it got all moldy. And I feel really guilty about it. It's real. maple. It was real maple syrup. I know I should. I needed to. I, you needed to just open it and down the bottle oh, yeah, when it arrived. It, shug it. Get Shots. all antsy and get all antsy in my <laughs> pantsy. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that I really care about the asymmetric team and your work. And I, I know you do, buddy. Uh, when I read on Reddit that Scully was leaving, it actually made me physically uncomfortable and I had trouble sleeping last night. If it is a thing that you're comfortable with, could you speak to the departure of Scully in the current and future state of asymmetric? Are you guys okay? Um, use your dulcet tones to soothe my broken heart. Check. It's going to be fine. I promise that it's going to be fine. The game is not going anywhere. You know... Everyone is going to be okay, including Scully. Like, he is going to... He's, I don't know. He sounded it, like he was going to be around. Like, yeah. You know, and, I don't know how and, that's going to work. You know, I think that he's either going to get another video game writing job, or he's going to get another being funny writing job, or he's going to become an English teacher, which was always his fallback. I mean, it, like... His... his Denial about how like commas and capitalization are, are supposed to work is going to be interesting to see how that, that yeah promulgates I, I into think, the I think that if he had a less nice boss, he would probably like because he you know he knows that I he knew that I had enough quirks like that that he could get away <laughs> with one or two of his own right. But I don't think you know I you know I never told him to stop. 
I just would silently correct <laughs> a lot of it, <laughs> which, you know, whatever. Inconsistent. It was already he would, inconsistent. He would silently and in uncorrect all of the things. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that you go in and silently remove end quotes from paragraphs. I Although do, what I sometimes. what I have done actually is and I just double spaces after periods. No, that doesn't matter. That doesn't get displayed. That doesn't get displayed. Oh, it doesn't, on okay. No. Um, <laughs> I realize that's man, why I replace I them with two non-breaking spaces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time I see every time I see somebody put one space after a sentence, I replace it with two hyphens. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yep. Uh What hell was that? Is the fucking cap? His was the fucking not capitalizing. The first thing in quotes. Yep. Oh. It, ugh, God. Yeah. Just. <laughs> I forget what yours is. Riff, you might actually just do things right. I, my, I mostly do, but I refuse to put punctuation inside of quotations if that punctuation is not very definitely okay. part of that quotation. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I understand why you do that, but I refuse to not put punctuation inside parentheses, even though that is just straight up incorrect. <laughs> and I just remembered it, the rule wrong. Um, also, uh, yeah, that whole, uh, the way that I get around the horrible, horrible, infuriating way in which you're supposed to punctuate multi-paragraph quotes is to never have anybody say more than a paragraph's worth of stuff in a row. <laughs> if I find myself in danger of doing it, I just replace the paragraph break with two hyphens <laughs> to indicate a pause or, you know, just an italicized hiccup or something to, <laughs> to break up the pacing. Um, Obviously, this did not happen, said Griffin P., but theoretically, could the community have kept one account infected with the Grey Plague, kept it in isolation all this time, and then reintroduced it into the chat and infected all the new players who never got the inoculation? Hmm. No, uh, they couldn't have, because... Well, the community could have, because the community cured it, right? But it would have required every single player to be like, oh, okay, we're not going to do this. We're not going to, like, to cure this last player. Okay, yeah. Right? Like... But the cure did happen globally, even among players who did not use the cure, just because of the way that we did it. So it would not have been technically possible. Happy Dan says, could the proposed trade system be made to work with Hanks? I'm going to go ahead and say fuck no on that, because... The train system? The trade system. Oh, oh, no, God, no. (laughs) Man, we did a thing where, and that, you know, now that these floodgates are open... It's actually kind of handy. I did a thing where I was like, all right, so if the person if the person interacts with this particular part of Crimbo and they're in Ronin or Hardcore, the thing needs to go into a gift package to them. And CD Moore was like, I don't want to. Can we just make it go directly into Hanks? And yeah, why not? So that was way fucking easier. What happens if you've never ascended? Oh, yeah. Well, if you've never ascended, you can't be in Ronin or Hardcore. Take that. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, what happens if you are in the first turn of a new account where you are technically in Ronin? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you would have the thing in Hanks. You would probably be what? able to URL inject your way into Hanks. I wonder. Yeah, you can. I mean, it's just a toggle on inventory at this point. Like, Hanks and inventory are the same script. 
crazy. Um, yep. Another man says, I'm a fairly new player, two months, and absolutely love Heavy Rains. You guys did a great job. Will you share any details about the upcoming challenge path? Wow, I, I'm happy that somebody who started playing two months ago has ascended into a challenge path and enjoys and it. is enjoying a hard one mm, that yeah that's nice it's nice that somebody can make an account and ascend it within two months um the upcoming challenge path is uh, very light on content because the challenge paths that we make to intersect with crimbo are always ones that we Think of as more having value for like contests in the future or whatever. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to like challenge paths at Crimbo, I think you just can't be that picky. Yeah. Linguini Lad says there should be a new ultra rare that allows turning the wheel in the control room of the pyramid clockwise. That would make people super happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nightmare, nightmare! Come on, come on! Don't don't make me whack you here. Recall election says, so I know you were talking about type 69 and spaghetti con calaveras. Could you make those not edible in bad moon? What? What? Why? I don't understand no. that either. Please clarify. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Nezman says, on the last podcast, somebody mentioned being able to buy unexpected items by using chat commands. I think this is awesome, and I wish it extended to more <laughs> places like being able to slash buy gene tonic. Yeah, that one is not... What about a chat command that would log into your Amazon account <laughs> and buy stuff from oh, Amazon? Oh, man. <laughs> Just apply C.D. Moyer's fuzzy matching to an Amazon product search. search. Oh, wow. Man. Yes, done. You give it a budget. Yep. It automatically sells some meat on eBay. <laughs> did, you see the, did you see the Darknet bot? No. The Darknet bot is a project where they give uh, a bot... $100 of bitcoins every week to purchase something on the dark net <laughs> and have it sent to them which then they are displaying everything that arrives in a wow. museum. Wow. So the very like not okay not the first thing to arrive but like the second or third thing was just some fucking ecstasy pills. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm guessing that maybe some child porn will be next. Like that seems like a fucking terrible idea. I mean it has purchased shoes, a, a key ring, uh, yeah, but you know those shoes are made out of cocaine. It's it's weird. It is. It, it bought like a, a baby's dick. It bought a imitation like designer handbag. Not everything has arrived, so I don't like some of it. Just might never. I you get, know who knows. Get a, get a fucking book bound in human flesh and uh, like. <clears throat> So then they should do another project where they do a 24 hour live stream where they consume all of the things that <laughs> they have to eat. The yeah, shoes. even the things that are not normally edible. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to start with the PCP, which will uh, make true, yeah. things like eating a pair of shoes a lot easier. <laughs> Hamfish says, sorry if you've already answered this. I am super forgetful. Is there any particular reason the Helix Fossil can't sit in the Crown of Thrones slash Buddy Bjorn with the baby Z-Rex can? Both familiars are obtained through the time-twitching tower, so I'd assume either they both would or they wouldn't be able to. This isn't a problem at all. I'm just curious. That's just a thing that we don't... It is a thing that we have a habit of not getting around to on familiars. Right. And ones that we don't spend a lot of time thinking. I mean, basically familiars that are introduced like as a gag or whatever, or, or as a reward time pressure, like for, the, yeah. The and especially ones that are made under time pressure. We just don't think about, like I forgot about the baby Z-Rex. 
you know, but it was probably About it just existing. Yeah. Yeah. If I like, <coughs> yeah. um, but yeah, it's just, it's a thing that often gets overlooked. Yep. Because it's, you know, just one of those things like hat rack behavior or whatever. It's like, ah, fuck. Like I always forget when I go to make a hat that that's a thing we have to do with hats. Oh man, somebody's going to have to learn how to write. I guess actually rip. I can write the hat rack, but I can never get into the voice of the scarecrow. And that, yeah, I've, a lot of that was you yeah, to begin I've, with. I've right? done a bunch of those. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hi, guys, says Natow. I recently got back into KOL after discovering these podcasts. It's re-inspired me both to get cracking on learning PHP and other programming languages, as well as to support you guys in your awesome work. Still haven't figured out Rift's cryptic crossword, though, and that's pissing me off. Grr. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Natow. Three people, three people have gotten that now. Oh, nice. I have. I keep forgetting that it exists. It's on a file on my desktop, but I've not looked at it in months. You have a whole file for it? <laughs> yeah. Gosh. I, whenever there's a cool puzzle, I, I drop it into a text file and save it and then when i am like trying to procrastinate or just let my brain sort of idle on something I, i'll go look and oh, look man. at what i've got you should make it part of your will that those files get uh, printed out into a book for everybody at your funeral <laughs> uh rx says hey guys just wanted to say thanks for keeping kol going played a few years back got in uh, got back in when i heard about the class revamps and i'm liking the new stuff oh that's cool uh, I just wanted to say that I hope you don't get rid of the Dukes in a Row bit at the farm with the level 12 revamp because that is the stealthiest of stealth jokes and it is my very favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. um, stealth Hunter says, can you give Naser a post quest function? Maybe he can get a quest where he wants stuff again, more killing jars, stone roses, handful of sand, sand bricks or other things and make him or make him a shop or something. Seems a bit lame that there's a hut with no function after the quest or something like a quest where you make Naser come back and set up a shop or someone else take place in that hut. Do something with it. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good idea. This is pretty funny, actually. Griffin P says, regarding the moxie equivalent of the staff and the sword behind, I proposed the cross box of autocorrect. Hmm. I don't know that crossbow would get autocorrected to cross box. Cross box, but it's funny. It, it is, is a funny. clever joke. Yeah. Um, what I would mean, the algorithm for autocorrection be? That is a good question. Because the other ones had like very clear paths forward. Yeah. This yeah. one. I guess it would, it would take the first <laughs> the first so many letters of the word and offer the the first word makeable that also also has those letters also. Well, or ones or words, letters. Sorry, keyboard proximity is, is yeah. That's the how a lot of, of a lot of that works. Yeah. yeah, like so. So it's like it. If you could actually get a hold of the algorithm, right, or or a or an, uh, like an approximation of the algorithm, then you could do it. We could just make one up, and it would probably be funny. We could probably do just a mapping, like we just run some queries on English, and then pop it through and pick, you know. A thousand of the best ones, or whatever, or a five hundred of the best ones, and then that's it. Common words. Maybe we, yeah, maybe we sort it by commonality. We've got a lot of data from the word realms. Yeah. So we got a lot of bad data from word realms. No, too. but we've got a lot of data about like p words people play and stuff. 
and and just the data that we collected in and of uh, in of itself. F says, "How's the subscription whatnot coming along? I don't get a chance to play that much anymore, but I would still like to forget to turn off an automatic donation <laughs> to you guys. Keep your head in the toilet and keep reaching for the fridge. Thanks, F. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm. We are we are trying very very hard to get that in place for the before the end of before the end of the month, yeah. so that so that the returning Crimbo people can." be suckered in by it forget yeah. to turn it off good good Fuck. uh i'm <clears throat> hungry okay and there's food next door and we've cool. got a lot of video games hot dogs to record after this so uh that's true thanks for doing this podcast with me fellers sure mm-hmm. have a great week everybody thanks for thanks for being nice with your radio questions yes bye everyone see you later <laughs>